the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And it is the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. I welcome our listeners in Columbus, Ohio on uh, AM 880 and uh, 104.5 FM the word. But then we also have the privilege today of welcoming listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk 570, 760 and 910 AM. Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone and it is my honor, my privilege to fill in for my dear friend. And I know, you know, when you fill in for somebody, you're supposed to say, well, they're my dear friend. No, Bill really is. Uh, We've traveled around the world together, at least on one occasion, almost died together uh, on a Bible League trip, and I just have the deepest honor and respect for Bill Bunkley, and he really is a dear friend. We don't see each other very often, but you know when you have a really good friend, you don't have to see each other very often. Uh, So it really is a privilege and an honor to fill in for Bill, and it's always an honor and a privilege to do my program here in Columbus. My telephone number uh, works in Columbus. It works in Tampa. It works anywhere in the continental United States. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. I was about to go into a uh, somewhat controversial story, which I'm sure will upset a few of you. Uh, That's not my intention, but I'm not going to avoid it either. But first, Joe N. Columbus wants to uh, continue the conversation from the last segment uh, when we were talking about the necessity to carry our cross, as Jesus said. Uh, Joe, welcome. You're on Bobberty Live and The Bill Bunkley Show. Welcome. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you well. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. The phone kind of went out. Hey, uh, did you have a good Memorial weekend? I mean, a Labor Day weekend? I did. Good, good, good. Elaborate a bit more on what you were talking about. I totally agree when you say that Christianity is a counterculture to the world. Um, a prime example, one thing that I'm noticing, and I'm not sure if you've seen this, where you've seen how many of our, you know, our supposed Christian, you know, music artists or our gospel artists, you know, when they claim Christ, but yet they, you know, they want to get on these worldly platforms, how much they compromise, how much they compromise the gospel in order for them to keep their platforms. I think that's one thing I'm starting to notice recently, you know, or I can't say recently, over the past 15 years, where, you know, there's someone that claims Christ, but yet they get into these industries where they have to unequally yoke with other artists in order for them to keep their platform. And they believe one way when they go in, 
And then once they get in, you know, once they make these covenant agreement with these other artists, they completely change their, you know, they'll change their beliefs. Yeah. So that way, you know, and they'll compromise the but, gospel just but, to keep their... But you know, mindset. Joe, that that's, it is a real problem. It really is. And I deal with that on this program often. But it's not it's not a new problem. And, and let me let me illustrate. I grew up in, with Southern gospel music. Uh, back when I was a teenager, everybody else was going after, you know, Elvis Presley. And, you know, that was the early days of rock and roll. My heroes were Southern gospel heroes, the Blackwood, the Statesman Quartet, and all of that. That was that was my preferred music. And my dream was to travel with a gospel quartet. And I got to do that for a while. Uh, not an extremely well-known quartet. We were fairly well-known on the West Coast, and we toured up through California, Northern California, uh, Oregon, Washington, uh, for, a, for a while. I got to uh, tour for a while. Well, the reason I, I bring that up, I had these heroes of gospel music, and I got to meet some of them. Some of them, Joe, were some of the most godly, kind, gracious people I've ever met. But I also met some womanizers, carousers, drunks, alcoholics. Uh, I could mention one very, very well-known bass singer for, at that time, one of the best-known Southern gospel groups in, in the world. And he would often go on stage drunk, but he could pretend not to be and and so forth. Uh, and, and, and at the time, I was pretty young, and my goodness, I was devastated when my gospel music heroes had feet of clay. Uh, now, again, certainly not all, and I wouldn't even say most, but they put on a show out on the stage, and that's all it was. It was a show. And I was devastated. So the, I think that has always been a problem, and it's a problem with pastors as well. There are pastors who just want the the money, the fame. I can start naming pastors who preach heresy uh, for financial gain. So it's something I think that we've always needed to be aware of, and it certainly is true today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I just wanted to definitely, you know, wanted to further elaborate on that. I totally agree. That's just something that I'm just— Noticing a whole lot of even, you know, starting ministers now coming against the Supreme Court decision, which is interesting now. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like now, now, you know, now they're favoring abortion. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's why we must be discerning. That's why, that's why I call my listeners LTDs. The whole theme of my program is to listen, think, discern from a biblical worldview. And we've got to do that in every area of our life. We must be thinkers, we must be listeners, and we've got to discern. Uh, there are always wolves among the sheep. We've been we've been warned about that. There are always fakes and phonies, and and I don't think we need to become cynical, but we do need to be careful and cautious who our heroes are. And we must demand high standards for those in ministry, whether it's music ministry or ministry of the word, or both. We we must we must demand high standards. We must. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Joe. Or we have to work hard for that. 
All right, thanks. Appreciate the call. Yep. Appreciate the call. Um, I don't know that in the contemporary music field it is more of a problem, the fakes and the phonies and the people that are just out there for the applause and to be on the stage and the accolades. I don't know whether it's more of a problem now than it used to be, but the applause of men and women has always appealed to our flesh. Always. And when you're up in front of hundreds or thousands of people, let me tell you, it does something to your ego. And I think the more popular an individual or a group becomes, the more difficult it is to remain humble and on their faces before God and to make sure that their motives are really, really pure. There are some wonderful contemporary artists that I believe are real and genuine and true, and they're writing music that has great depth. There's a bunch of shallow garbage out there as well. And um, I shouldn't say this. There There are a lot of people in contemporary music who can't sing. It's one of my greatest frustrations. I was never a professional musician, never pretended to be one, and certainly never pretended to have a great voice. Now, my wife is a trained singer, but some some of these singers today can't sing, and it's frustrating. And I'll leave it at that. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Discernment has always been important, but I don't think it's ever been as crucial as right now. Again, that's, I stress this thing of LTD. Listen, think, discern. Discern from a biblical point of view, a biblical worldview. Listen, 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 listen. Think, 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 think. God gave you a brain. Use it. Be careful how you think and what you think and what you read and what you watch and what you hear. And then when you read something... Don't jump to conclusions. Don't be involved in a a, a, neo, a a knee-jerk reaction. Think about it. Here's an illustration. And my take on this story will probably upset at least some of you. I'm not real familiar with the name Corey Asbury. He is a Christian artist. We were just talking about contemporary Christian music. Uh, He is best known for Reckless Love and The Father's House. I am familiar with both of those, but I was not really familiar with him. But he's a very well-known, very popular contemporary Christian music artist. Here's the headline. Corey Asbury sparks debate over gender, defends men wearing nail polish. Hmm. Here's the story. 
Christian artist Corey Asbury recently sparked a social media debate by defending men who paint their fingernails, arguing Scripture is neutral on the issue. Uh, Let's see, I don't remember any verses of Scripture about nail polish because I don't think they had nail polish back then. I don't think. Anyway. Best known for his songs, Reckless Love and the Father's House, Asbury made the comments in an Instagram video while discussing why his fingernails are occasionally painted. Quote, It is remarkable to me how many times I get asked this question. Number one, I have three daughters. It's one of their favorite things to do, paint daddy's nails. They love it. They think it's amazing. They think it's incredible. He went on to say he sees no biblical reason why men cannot paint their nails. Again, quoting, This is a societal construct. That is a social norm that we have accepted that men don't paint their nails. That's cultural. It has zero to do with the Bible, Jesus, Christianity, moral code at all. It doesn't make any sense to question the idea unless you've grown up in a culture that says it's not okay to do something. Jesus could care less what color your blank, and it's not really a blasphemous word, but I I just don't use it. Jesus could care less what color your blank nails are. As he says about King David in the Old Testament, I'm not concerned with the outward appearance. Man looks on the outward appearance, God looks at the heart, and my heart is definitely painted. Okay. When I first read that, I thought, hmm, okay, well, the Bible doesn't really talk about painted nails and men painting their nails, and I guess it is kind of a societal thing, so, okay. And then I made the mistake. I started thinking from a biblical perspective, okay? Yeah, that was my mistake. I started thinking from a biblical perspective. And after thinking just a little bit about it, I said, No, it is not okay for Christian men to paint their fingernails. Does it say in Hezekiah 6, 8, Thou shalt not, men shalt not paint their fingernails? No, of course it doesn't. But the Bible is very clear about gender and differences between men and women. It is not the Bible that has brought about confusion between men and women. In the Bible, there is absolutely no confusion whatsoever about what is a man, what is a woman. There are even warnings in the Old Testament about men wearing the appearance of a woman and a woman wearing the appearance of a man. I realize that's Old Testament. I got that. I understand that completely. But there is a difference, and God delineates a difference between men and women. Right now, our entire society and culture is confused about gender. Almost every day, I bring to you a story or two about confusion over gender. That is the whole foundation for the whole transgender hoax, and it's a hoax. 
I'm sure that you know there is no scientific evidence that transgenderism even exists. It's an emotional thing. It is not physical. It is not genetic. It is not DNA. It is a choice. It's a decision that is made by people who are confused about the gender that God gave to them at birth. Something I say on this program all the time. If you follow biblical principles, there is clarity. Right, wrong, up, down, men, woman. There is clarity. When you diverge from biblical principles, you leave clarity behind and you have nothing but confusion. Now, I'm going to run out of time. That means then, from a biblical perspective... We are not to be involved in anything that confuses, particularly something as important as this thing of gender, sexuality, and so forth. This is not a minor issue. It is an important issue. And this young Christian rock star doesn't really care about confusing because his little girls like daddy to have nail polish. Well, number one, what is that telling his little girls? There's no real difference between men and women. But then much more important, what about the children of the people who love his music and people in his audience? He's on stage. There are children who are trying to figure out, am I a boy or a girl? I'm going to school and they're telling me that I'm a boy, but I could be a girl. There is confusion, confusion, confusion. Do we really, in the Christian community, want to add to that confusion? A little boy trying to figure it out, he's in a public school, and he thinks maybe he's a girl because his teachers told him, and he goes to a Christian concert and there's an artist. Do you understand what I'm saying? We don't need to add to the confusion. Yes, it is a societal construct. I agree with that. But it is an established societal construct that helps delineate the difference between men and women. Why would we in the church, why would we in the Christian community attempt to cross that line and add to the confusion around gender. No, Corey Asbury, it is not okay as a public Christian figure to add to the overwhelming confusion. No! Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.